This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Watch formation to the right, second and goal. Watson looking to run. No, able to get the pass away from behind the line of scrimmage and more as a Browns touchdown. Watson stopping on a dime. Looked like he was going to take off. On second and four. Hurts looking to throw. Going in zone, Watts Brown, it's there! Touchdown, Philadelphia! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right, highlights from this past NFL season for the Browns and the Eagles. You might be saying, they were like, what, why the hell are we doing that on Monday, February 19th? Uh, the reason, <laughs> yeah, because, we're, because there are no games. Oh, that, yeah. that would be the first reason why. Uh, yeah. Next hour on the show, he'll be a, 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 a C.J. Stroud touchdown to John Metchie and uh, you know uh, the, the, uh, the Josh Josh Jobs touchdown when he was the Arizona Cardinals quarterback. Like go through the hell those, we'll just make some stuff up, throw it against the wall. No, the reason why we played those highlights coming back from break is because Peter King, like longtime respected NFL writer, now doing work for our friends over at NBC Sports in his Football Morning in America column that ran this morning as part of Pro Football Talk and NBCSports.com. Had a, an aside kind of like b- buried in the midst of a bunch of like RIPs, like le- RIP Lefty Drizel. Then below it says, I've I've got pneumonia, period. Both lungs, period. That made Super Bowl night a barrel of fun. And like s- sandwiched here in the middle of this is feeling good about Cleveland, Philadelphia in Brazil on the evening of Friday. Yeah. September 6th, just like um, uh, Lefty Drizel, dead. Me, uh, d- double lung pneumonia. Also, I'm hearing Browns Eagles Friday night, mm. September 6th in Brazil, uh, which is which is awesome and gets the juices flowing, gets you thinking about professional football for next season. Obviously, the Chiefs will host the season opener. We don't know against who. They'll probably win, unless Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones don't play, in which case maybe another team will win like we saw the Lions do in the season opener last year. So we know the Eagles will be the quote-unquote like host of this game at uh, Corinthians arena in brazil um and now it looks like cleveland's going to be the team that and maybe it won't be cleveland but hey that's what we're going off of right now and gives us something to and talk like, about why write that? it's like such an obscure piece of information like why write it unless you feel kind of confident about it right yep so it looks like it'll be browns eagles now we couple this information with another report that came out while ken and i were uh, on our little sabbatical last week that sean watson should be throwing again by march following his uh, surgery in what like the end of october beginning of november that ended his season and that comeback win that the browns had over the baltimore ravens so we can safely assume it'll be deshaun watson as Browns starting quarterback obviously for this game in brazil against philadelphia eagles with a pair of new coordinators kellen moore on offense vic fangio on defense Jalen Hurts obviously back at quarterback. So, Ken, we can have our first conversation about a game for next season. Uh, Browns and Eagles, like, 
what do you think the market would be right now? And what would you want to do as it stands right now? Obviously before both free agency and the draft. Oh, is that all? Is that all that hasn't happened yet? And like, are we sure Deshaun Watson starting this game? I guess, I guess we should say too, probably, but uh, yeah, just, there's a lot going on. Um, I think the, what do I want? How do I want to start this? I think the Eagles rating and the Eagles win total and how people feel about the Eagles is going to be a really interesting like summer subplot to having NFL discussion because you have these, this team that showed you like two diametrically opposite faces over the course of like a season and a two season run where for basically 18 months, they like didn't lose a regular season game as long as everyone was playing. And then they lost a lot of regular season games. So many that they like tried, you know, all kinds of things on defense and at coordinator. And then all then everybody started knocking the quarterback and then the coach almost got fired. And, you know, like there was just a lot in a really short period of time. And, you know, I think even if you, you know, if you were trying to create like a, a rating for the Eagles, like think about some of the things that you would use in order to make that like from a mathematical standpoint. And just like, you don't have to know a lot about math or like this is not some complex conversation, but you would, how would you wait how they closed versus what they've been for the last two years since Sirianni's been there's the last three years since Sirianni's been the coach where it was like playoff appearance Super Bowl and like almost didn't lose in the regular season and then played a great first half and a really really bad second half of the season and I think there's some optimism about the two new coordinators that they have too and like that that is that what fixes everything it's also worth noting that their starting center who's like the best center of all time isn't going to be the starting center anymore and like the offensive line was a huge strength of the team uh in the past few years so like I, what what are the Eagles from a rating standpoint? How will the market have them rated? How would like how do I think their season is going to play out? Would I whatever I don't know what the number is going to be. Would I disagree with it? Um, I think Cleveland's going to be rated as like really good and not great. That's kind of how I think Cleveland's going to be rated, like not the best and not the second best and not like the fifth best, but in like a second tier of contending teams. Like, like win total, really... what would you guess for Cleveland? Like nine and a half or ten. Yeah, I was going to say nine and a half also. I agree. They play in a really tough division, so I, I think like tens, ten and a halfs are out of the question probably. Because I, I mean, Baltimore's in the division. Burrow's back. It's not, like, it's it's nine tough. and a half out of the question if like Pittsburgh upgrades a quarterback the way that we think they might. I don't think so. Their win total, wasn't their win total like ten last year? Was it, was it that year? high? I think it might have been nine and a half, really no? Like nine really and a half juiced over maybe? I mean, so they, they rated the team like that. They had 900 injuries on offense. They played four quarterbacks. All the offensive linemen got hurt, and they made the playoffs anyway. I think you got to at least run back nine and a half as the opener again and see what see what people bet, see what it is. I, I would bet the over on nine and a half if that's what it was. And it'll be really funny when it opens like nine and everyone's like, well, what would you do now? And like, I, you know, knowing what we know now, that would be an appealing bet to me is to bet them to win 10 games or more next season based on what we've seen so far from this coach, the upside of the quarterback, what they were able to do without him, certainly the offensive line, which should be among the best in the NFL this year, as long as everybody doesn't get hurt. So I think their ratings much stable's the wrong word. I have a better idea of what they're going to be and how the market's going to see them, and I'm going to like them. I am. I'm going to think that they're going to win a bunch of games next year, probably, uh, based on what we know right now. What do you, like? What do you think the e- – like? because we both said we think the it's Browns are going to be favorite in this game. What, what is their – so they play in the NFC. 
I don't know what the cross matches are. You would imagine the schedule breaks a little easier than for a lot of the AFC teams. And you see this even in the Super Bowl market, in the MVP market, where the top six choices are all AFC quarterbacks before you get to Jordan Love and he's the first NFC quarterback. Like that just tells you like how the market views the two conferences. It's why Cleveland and Pittsburgh are, two, are really a long price to win the Super Bowl um, versus, you know, Detroit or Green Bay or a team like that. Like, what is their? What do you think their win total is going to be? I was about to tell you what I think it's going to be. What do you think their win total is going to be next year? Same as the Browns, nine and a half, maybe ten. If it opened nine and a half, ten, what would you do? I think if it opened, uh, probably nothing. They're a really funny team to think about, right? Because in your brain, you're trying to essentially balance these two things. You're trying to balance what you saw for eighteen months when they were amazing and made the Super Bowl and then started well, and you're trying to balance that against the absolute catastrophe that was the final, like, six games of the season. Well, and you're trying to figure out which is the true Philly. You're trying to figure out which one's right. Can I ask you a question? Um, yeah, sure. I, I think you did a really great job kind of, like, setting the scene for, like, what happened at the end of the season with the Eagles, with Sirianni and the coordinators. Um, you're saying, like, let's try and figure out who the real Eagles are. Let me ask a more specific question. I don't have an answer to it right now. Who do you think the real Jalen Hurts is? And how much do you think this reported Hurts injury played into how poorly that he played at points towards the end of the season? Is it is it as simple as like are we are we collect and I don't know what the answer is. It's not a gotcha question. Are we collectively overthinking this with Philadelphia? And is it as simple as the quarterback wasn't wasn't healthy? Now look, there were other issues right. as well. And they're still really like, talented. But, right. And they're still like they're still really good players. Is it as simple as Hurts is gonna come in and he could get hurt again? pun not intended, but if he comes into the season healthy, like, they're going to be awesome. Or is it that actually, like, he's not really that great? He's got a lot of critics and a lot of detractors. I'm not saying, like, Steichen. anyone thinks he sucks. And it was right. and, and Steichen was there, obviously, as the offensive coordinator when they went to, when they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, is it as simple as that? And I think the question, for me at least, Ken, it's a lot less Kellen Moore and a lot less Fangio, and it's more... Like, what's Jalen Hurts going to be? And right sure. now, I kind of don't know what the answer to that question is. Is it possible that he's just, like, above average? And, like, they can't run the tush-push anymore without Jason Kelsey, and they lose, like, a big part of, like, what made them so successful. Would it shock me if they went 9-8? and eight? No. Would it shock me if they went, like, 12-5 and five or 13-4? and four? Like, no. I think my answer to your question is nothing, maybe. Right. At least right now. Okay, so I think uh, I like that answer. I agree with almost everything that you said. So I think what that what that tells us is we don't really know how we feel about the Eagles right now. How do you think the betting market, even at open, because the betting market at open isn't really the betting market. It's like the guy who works at the sportsbook's opinion of what the win total should be, and then it'll get batted around a little bit, and then we'll have a number. So, I mean, we, we could say like when the dust settles in the first few weeks after the win totals are out, whatever, like, do you think the market will be more heavily slanted towards super talented team still needs to be rated among the best in the league? Or do you think the market will be slanted toward essentially, I guess you could call it recency bias, just like what we said on the, like those games have to matter. They have to kind of matter. Like teams don't just do that all the time where they just like, like Hertz played in the games. It's not like Joe Flacco was the quarterback and they dumped a couple games or like Herbert was out in Easton stick had to start down the stretch or something. Remember like they games? got smoked by bad teams with, with everyone playing, they still got smoked by a bad team. So it definitely it doesn't have to matter. I guess like what we're all going to struggle with is like how much does it matter? Or or you could say it doesn't. Two new coordinators, health of the quarterback, 
Do you think the betting market will be more pro Philly? Let's say a win total like 10, 10 and a half and like, you know, uh, bullishness on them, conference division, like all of that alignment is going to be more like, no, no, this is like maybe the second or third team behind San Francisco. Maybe it's Detroit and then them or them and then Detroit. Or is it like there were some real cracks here and a win total like nine is more appropriate until we know what the team is going to be. Which one do you think the market will go toward, even if you don't know how you feel? The second. I kind of think it's the first. I don't know. I just uh, I just feel like the well, like on a piece of paper, like the team's too good still to rate like that. Okay, can, can I throw something at you? Sure. And like we'll we'll do this obviously a lot over the summer with like every yeah. team. They strike me right now, at least the Eagles. As a team where I don't know if I'd bet their win total over like or a under. Buy. They feel like a buy to you. But, or like maybe I'd bet them to like, maybe you bet them to win the Super Bowl or you bet them to finish with like the worst record in the league. Like that, like, <laughs> what, worst but, record's no, but, a little no, but aggressive. Like, but right, but yeah. no, but like, or, or, to, or to be really bad where if the quarterback's not great, which is still like we have to consider like is in the range of outcomes. The head coach might be a clown, and there's like, like what like the biggest leader in the team is retiring. AJ Brown. It's a lot of like discontent. It feels like like malcontents potentially. Yeah, this they're is like so potentially combustible. Yeah, I agree. Okay. They're super interesting. One uh, of the most interesting teams next year. We'll start the power hour talking about Cleveland and the matchup against the Browns potentially in Week One. Head to Twitch twitch.tv backslash betql if you're watching on Stadium. Final hour power hour next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.